Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. And Larson. Yeah, welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to, and the only pro wrestling podcast that has Bob Lashley uh, as their champion, who's already had him as his champion yeah. right there on our graphic here on the YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We're also available wherever podcasts can be found, and of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. We're currently holding our Bobby Lashley appreciation party after 17 years, Larson. I think he made his debut in like 2005 or something like that. Something along uh, those lines, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's been doing it for a long time to, to finally see him hoist up that WWE championship is pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. That concluded Raw tonight. Uh, after uh, uh, sort of a through line throughout the episode of Miz trying to dodge Lashley, including uh, evidently faking or not faking explosive diarrhea. Uh, oh, I believe that was that was that was false. That was NWO diarrhea. Oh, okay, all right, all right. I believe that was a ruse. Uh, so uh, none of that worked. The Miz tapped out to the hurt lock in the end. And we have ourselves a new WWE champion going into this man. I know we were sort of uncertain how long, given the WWE loves to drag things out. How long were they going to drag this out? Turns out they didn't drag it out too much longer well, than it turns out three hours. They, 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 they built the whole episode, whole episode of raw around it. And that opening segment said, all right, Miz, you got to defend the title top of the second hour uh, at 9 PM Eastern. Uh, that's when he uh, faked, uh, tummy troubles uh, got pushed to 10 uh, that time Miz has grabbed the title and ran got counted mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. and then finally uh, MVP and Lashley protested Shane Shane's like all right we'll have a match and if uh, Miz doesn't show up then he has to vacate the title I'll mm -hmm. give it to Bob Lashley if that's the case and then he had a stipulation right before the match started that was to be a lumberjack match mm -hmm. raw locker room comes out and seemingly no one likes the Miz face heel doesn't matter Harkens back to his beginnings in WWE where no one liked him, apparently. Apparently that continues. More than a decade later, no mm -hmm. one likes the Miz. Mm -hmm. Closer to 15 years later, I guess. Um, yeah. Sorry. And he even made reference to that. I thought that I thought that Miz had a really good performance tonight um, in pretty much all aspects of it, but especially in that uh, backstage sequence that preceded the, the final match where out of, like, desperate... You know, every once in a while we get Miz... 
doing his talking smack Daniel Bryan routine where he actually brings a very dramatic sort of approach to, to what's usually, you know, uh, stuff that's chock full of goofiness. And, you know, he laid into Shane and said, you know what, man, I'm the champion that Raw needs. You know, if you need a reality star, if you need a host, I can do everything. And, yeah, I know people would love to have a monster, but I'm what you need. I'm tired of people making fun of me. I'm tired of people laughing at me. Um, I deserve this title. And I thought it was very effective. And uh, and I thought Miz did just an absolutely terrific job. I thought when, when he said that, when he was going there, I was like, oh, they're not going to take this to Fastlane. They're going to do this thing tonight. Um, and I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad they didn't make us wait yes, all the way to Fastlane. Because it's a, it's a situation where they constructed the show how they did with the, the two false matches leading to the third one that actually happened. Where it all hinges on what they do with that last match. If they 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 pull something and and prolong this even further, mm-hmm. then uh, you got a, a storyline with some momentum, momentum, a superstar, Lashley with momentum mm-hmm. that you need to run with at this point in time. Yeah, um, and not doing that is just it's bad creative. It's bad yeah. for business. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. if if they had done that, uh, come to this third match, and and I understand what you said about that last Miz promo. Or a bit backstage. Even after Lashley won, when he put the hurt lock back on Miz, I'd be like, oh, "Are they gonna are they gonna reverse the finish because because he's putting hurt lock back on him?" And it's like I'm conditioned, fairly or not, by WWE to think that the worst case is gonna happen in basically every scenario oh, no. from a creative standpoint. Yeah, because. I've been fooled too many times. It's yeah. hard for me to give them the benefit of the doubt until I actually see it happen and it's finished. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't once once the, you know, I don't know. WWE will also they'll telegraph they, they can they'll also telegraph that sometimes when you're you're going to get a screw job um for the fans. With this when the lumberjacks come out, every once in a while they'll or you know, they'll they'll do a thing where it'll just have big moment feel. And this with the when Shane came out when Miz gave a speech to the to to Shane when the lumberjacks came out I was like, oh, okay. Even the the silly timer uh, that counted down all the moments, uh, I was like, okay, this has big moment feel. They're not going to pull any wonkiness, and and sure enough, they didn't. Um, so so yeah, I, I thought that it was wonderfully executed. I mean, you know, the, the rest of Raw uh, left a little bit to be desired. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought that there. I thought the first I was actually pretty solid, and after that, I, I I really noticed it, and I think you did too. We talked about this before we started the actual podcast here in the pre-show on Twitch. Uh, the Damian Priest Elias match that is just a, a head scratcher, man. It was a snooze fest match, uh, and I that I don't get. I I was I literally just closed my eyes. And then, like, even, like, 20 minutes before the end of the show, or, yeah, I mean, it was, like, yeah, about 20, 25 minutes before the end of the show, when Matt Riddle and Lucha House Party come out, I was like, oh, this is, I'm not, I don't, I don't want any part of this, please, thank you. Um, but, uh, yeah, the rest of Raw really left a little bit to be desired, but by the end, yeah. when, when Lashley won, I was like, oh, man, this is, what a great moment. You know, that's what I'm going to take away from this episode of Raw. But uh, I'm sure we'll have plenty of opportunities as we talk about the episode mm-hmm. to run it down because there was, there was, like I said, quite a lot to be desired from the rest of the episode. Uh, it started out with Drew McIntyre 
on promo. He said, uh, it's been a bitch of a month for old Drew. Sheamus stabbed me in the back. Don't know why, but we're about to go to war. They had mentioned that that match was going to basically open Mm -hmm. the show. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. says, two weeks ago, I outlasted Elimination Chamber. I outlasted five former champions. I was beaten and bruised. Boom, Bob Lashley attacks. Miz cashes in. He's champion. He sort of looks at the Mania sign and mumbles some stuff I didn't catch. He said he knows like his 40 mission. Days. I think he said 40 days because today was 40 Is that what days he said? Okay. Yeah. He said, uh, I know what my mission is. Regain the WWE Championship. Main event, WrestleMania. He said, I didn't basically, he says, I didn't go through the COVID era as champion to get screwed at the finish line. Uh, he says, Lashley, Miz, you now, or whoever comes out of this match is going to have the biggest target on your back. Mm-hmm. As for Sheamus... We're going to beat the crap out of each other. Uh, I came to play. I came to price to pay. That's when the Miz comes out. Miz interrupts. And uh, he's like, hey, I want to be properly introduced or officially introduced. So Mike Rome introduces him as the current WWE champion. His pyro goes off. And he says, I I couldn't help overhear what you had to say, Drew. I admire that you've handled everything with dignity and class. Everything that happened to you was out of your control. Mm -hmm. Uh, Once Miz got money in the bank, it was only a matter of time before we cashed in, became WWE champion. Uh, do you want to take Drew's line here? We could do this. Yeah, let's see here. So Drew says, uh, <laughs> he says, oh, okay, well, how about you just step over here and you, you give me a hug and we'll hug it out. Miz says no. Uh, he, he wonders why Drew is still upset with him. He just did what he was supposed to do as Money of the Bank briefcase holder. He uh, Miz suggests instead that Drew point the finger at Bobby Lashley. Drew says, I know what you're getting at here. I'm not going to do your dirty work for you. You're on your own. And then Miz says, he didn't ask for help uh, from Lashley. He's the victim of the situation. He said, uh, he's a husband and a father. Lashley threatened his well-being, and now because of that, Lashley has a title match. Uh, he wonders, why would Lashley get the first title shot, WWE title, not someone more deserving like Drew? And that's when Miz suggests that they work together. They could do wonders for each other's career. And then MVP uh, walks out on the stage. Wonder if he says, is this the beginning of a business relationship or the ramblings of a couple of madmen? Uh, talking about Miz and Morrison. And he, left Drew, out, he left out the best line when Morrison said, we could be the three amigos. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, uh, asked Drew if he's taking any of this seriously. Uh, Drew says he doesn't want or need help to get to the title. Uh, MVP says nothing is going to change the fact that Lashley is going to step in that ring with the Miz tonight and become WWE champion. Can't change that. But the reason you came out is to tell him the WWE title match will be will begin at the top of the second hour, so that's 9 p.m. Eastern. And Lashley is going to destroy the Miz. The Miz appeals to Drew, calls Lashley a menace, wants them, Drew and the Miz, to work together. Sheamus interrupts. Mm-hmm. Do you want to take Sheamus? Yeah, I'll take Sheamus. Uh, let's see here. Sheamus says uh, Drew doesn't give a damn about anyone but himself. But after tonight, he's not going to be in any shape to help anyone anyways. And Drew says, oh, let's throw it down then. And so they go at it. Uh, yeah. And this was, my God, this was a 25-minute match. It was really good. Physical as this is probably, honestly, like one of the best Drew McIntyre matches I've ever seen. Uh, as far as Sheamus, this guy's been putting on just terrific matches lately, left and right. I mean, he's had some classics with Riddle. Uh, mm-hmm. Can't think of any else off the top of my head, but I know he's had a bunch of other good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, uh, really yeah this was really, really good, and I loved the finish. At one point, Sheamus does get a bro kick in on Drew, but Drew's on the apron. 
Uh, we come back from commercial. Seamus is elbowing the crap out of Drew. He's going after his jaw because of uh, what had happened like a couple months ago. Uh, on the outside, uh, Drew throws Seamus onto the edge of the announce table. He, uh, they almost get counted out. Drew breaks the count, goes back out, suplexes Seamus onto the table. Uh, at one point, Seamus goes to the top. Uh, Drew kips up and freaks out Seamus. Uh, he eats a, a headbutt Glasgow kiss. Uh, Superplex gets Drew two. In the end, though, uh, they both hit their uh, their finishers at the same time. But Drew's Claymore, this is perfectly executed, hits Sheamus just before Sheamus' broke kick can hit Drew. Drew gets the pin for three. They couldn't make Sheamus look any stronger than they did here in this loss. Yeah. Really, yeah. really terrific match. It was a really good match. It was a really, really good match. Hell of a way to kick off Raw. I and mean, we kick off Raw, like the opening talkie bit was a bit long. Mm-hmm. But at least it was going somewhere. It developed kind of like the through lines for the show. Mm-hmm. And then you follow that. There was a while that was Raw's formula. You have a talkie bit to open and have a really good match right mm-hmm. after that. Or sometimes yeah. they would just forego the talkie bit and have a really good match open the show. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's, that's why usually, that's why it was so strong. This was like the first no. hour of the show. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, after that, we have uh, Naomi. She's walking back st- backstage. She walks. Uh, you know, uh, Nia walks in front of her. They have a match next. This match was very short. Nia Jax dominated uh, pretty much all of it. Wins with a oh, sorry, hits a Samoa drop, talks some crap to Lana ringside, and then hits that uh, choke slam bomb she's been using of late to get the win. It was pretty short. Yeah, it was pretty short. Uh, after that, uh, Lashley comes out ready for his match because they had said, you know, uh, had they had they mentioned? Well, yeah, yeah, uh, MVP mentioned uh, during that segment. It's going to happen at nine o'clock. <laughs> they were very specific with the times, and it was so silly because it was obvious. Like when you're so obvious about wanting to pump your ratings up. That you literally say, hey, we need, we want to make sure that our second hour is strong. So at 9 p.m. Eastern, we're going to have this match. A title match. And then, hey, at 10 p.m. Eastern, you're going to we'll be out there. that same title match. It doesn't match. just say, listen, man, you have one hour. No, it has to be at 10 p.m. Eastern. It's yeah, so no. silly, but whatever. That's just the. It, it is silly. WWE does so, they silly, silly things like they that. Do, just, they do do silly stuff. They anyway, do so do Lashley stuff. comes out, misses backstage. And at first, I, I thought he was holding his dick or something, but he was holding his bowels. And he Tell was me. like super mumbly, too. And basically, he was talking about like he needs more time and he was going to shit himself. And uh, Lashley comes backstage and he grabs Miz. He's like, You're going to defend your title at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I'm sorry. He comes back and he says, I'm going to kick your ass and take your title. And then Pierce says, dude, if I have to drag you out there at 10 p.m. Eastern myself, you're going to offend your title. And then mm-hmm. uh, Morrison starts asking for a towel because Miz is going to shit himself at any moment. Yeah, Morrison. yeah seemingly. Seemingly. He's going to he's going to poop. Uh, so Braun comes out, drops a promo. Uh, he says, for months, it's been obvious that Pierce and Shane have something against him. He was suspended for headbutting Adam Pierce, which seems like a sound decision. That's Adam totally normal. That's totally normal. It's normal. I mean, that should happen. I uh, said so he was left out of the chamber match on a technicality. Chamber match on Raw was for former WWE champions. Not a technicality. Braun never won the WWE championship. So he said he sat at home and watched the chamber, and without him in the chamber match, it sucked. He says, now I have a tag match that I just found out about. Pierce and Shane are probably having a laugh at my expense. But it's really starting to piss him off. So Shane and Adam Pierce walk out. Shane tells Braun he looks a little messed up. You look angry. You look upset. Uh, I'm here to help you. You know, in fact, Shane says, I'm, I've been helping myself. I've been taking some MBA courses. 
Uh, one, I've been taking is all about conflict management. The reading is above your reading level, Braun. And Braun starts to get angry, and Shane's like, "Oh, I'm just joking. I'm just this joking. is Bad. this was by, cool this was chance. hilarious. Shane was so wonderfully condescending here. I yeah, he loved, was really condescending. I love this. This reminded me. You know, I'm not a huge. It reminds fan you of why Shane. Shane McMahon should be a Hall of Famer. But when Shane, you, you know what you should have done. See, this is on you. When you approached me about Shane making the Going in Raw Hall of Fame, you should have brought up baked potato face. I had forgotten about that, and that was a stroke of genius. This version of Shane is so good, and this Braun stuff is amazing because Braun is being booked like a complete moron, and Shane and Pierce, I really wish they would have gone down the route of like a hidden camera of Shane and Pierce making fun of how stupid this guy is. Because yeah. that would be hilarious. Because Shane is well, acting it like it here, give and it, it was it was awesome. It may that may still happen. If the SmackDown hacker were still around, you'd definitely be seeing that mm -hmm. at some point. Yeah. Uh, so Shane continues. The key to conflict resolution is communication. It's all about communication, and that's what this tag match was about. Uh, Shane says Pierce didn't make the tag match. I did. I knew that Braun needed to work out his issues with WWE management by teaming up with WWE management. And Braun says, what, you're going to be my tag partner, Shane? And Shane goes, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. He's so dismissive. No, don't, yeah. don't be ridiculous. He says, the person you have the conflict with is Adam Pierce. <laughs> and Braun just says, well, that sucks. Yeah. And then Shane's like, no, no, no. You know, he's got an extensive and highly successful career. He really puts Pierce over. He says, don't be so myopic in your thinking. Yeah, you, you guys great. can do great things as a unit. I'll sweeten the pot tonight. You compete for the raw tag titles. Braun and then Braun that sound yeah. that bad. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. a good idea. But if Pierce screws us up, he'll get these hands. I thought this. I thought Shane was amazing here. Yeah, I thought, I thought really this good. is great. So that this match happens next. Adam Pierce still in his uh, business casual mm -hmm. uh, clothes. So uh, as you know, fairly predictably, Braun just dominates. Mm hmm. Uh, uh, Cedric and Shelton, yeah, uh, which is a bummer, but yeah, considering how they book Braun, somewhat predictable. Um, and he hits a power slam on Shelton, and Shane gets up on the apron and tells Braun to tag in Adam Pierce. Mm -hmm. And he's so like, he and he's like, he's like feverish about it too. He's like, no, 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 tag, tag, yeah. tag him, tag him, tag him. We're working yeah. together. We're working together. Yeah, yeah. And Braun uh, so just he does. Are, ur, ur. Yeah. So finally, he does. But Shane, Shane was saying the match is the match will be over, and Braun mm -hmm. says the match is over. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, he eventually does. Pierce gets in the ring to cover Shelton. Shelton rolls him up. Win for the hurt business. <laughs> it's like the slowest roll up too. It was pretty uh, slow. So Braun gets pissed off at Shane, but he directs it at Shane, not at Pierce, like he said he would, because he said that uh, he says you're just a puppet master. He's the puppet. This is your fault. You're gonna get hands. Oh, it was great. I'm so rooting for Shane in this WrestleMania match. I really oh, yeah. am. I don't even know. Oh, yeah. This doesn't, by the way, this Mania, because this, this is totally going to happen. This Mania match doesn't help anybody. It doesn't do anything for anybody. Because Braun, Braun's point, you made this point. Braun's point, oh, I got suspended for headbutting Adam Pierce. Yes, of course yeah. he's not going to like you. You yeah. should have been suspended. It makes sense. Like, why are you upset about this? Braun has no good points to make here. And a no. match against Shane McMahon, if Shane wins, Braun looks horrible. He's not oh, yeah. going to. If Braun wins, does Braun really look all that great for beating Shane no. McMahon? No. no. No, he doesn't. No, it benefits nobody. Which it benefits just makes nobody, yeah. 
it only it only I mean it, yeah as you mentioned if Braun loses then <laughs> he's done. buried he's, he's done buried. as a main eventer done but clearly clearly they still see monster potential in him because he's like I guess so. people they need to, when did like, he make his him, debut 2014 2015 something, something like, like that. that yeah they need to have 17 years if, for him if he has his Lashley moment what year will that be uh, it'd be 2031 if he debuted in 2014 yeah, yeah. but if they if, if this is their idea for Braun's character, they need to it's have awful. a way less. It's off. They need to, have, dude. Why? Just back to 2017. This is the most mm-hmm. neutered version of Braun. This is terrible. It's so. I don't know. When he had that heel to turn to have that match against Brock. That was pretty lousy too. Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was pretty bad. I don't know, man. This. I think if we, if we were to take all the Brons and power ranked them. Because here's the thing about that Braun, because before he turned heel, he was actually really over. He had the money in the bank super briefcase. Over. Yeah. He was super over. Yeah. Super over. Yeah. Like there's potential, you know. I don't know if there was backstage issues that prevented them from putting the title on him. But in terms of fan reaction to him. Oh yeah. Yeah. They could have done it. It would have been totally believable. And yeah. they and people would have been would have been into it. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yep. Yep. I agree. So backstage uh, is when the, the black hole of raw starts to open up Larson and suck you in because yeah. we have uh, Elias uh, pitching him and Jackson Ranker. Uh, to uh, run into Bad Bunny and Damian Priest in the backstage area. Elias pitches to Bad Bunny on a business opportunity. Uh, Elias sort of puts himself over against Bad Bunny in the music industry, says, hey, we should drop a single together, turn the music industry on its head. It'd be like the first time people ever heard the Beatles, you know, that particular single. Uh, Bad Bunny says something to Priest in Spanish, and it turns out, uh, yeah, that's a no, Elias. Bad Bunny wants no piece of you. Uh, After that, we've got uh, Elias. Uh, in a promo, sort of whining about being shot down by like the Grammys and Bad yeah. Bunny. Then we have a match: Damian Priest versus Elias. I swear to God, this thing seemed like it was forty minutes long. It was it did. so boring. Who who was the one that told Damian Priest to do a bunch of armbar? Because that's what he did for forty five percent of this match. It felt like, dude, I'm so confused with what they're having him do as a as a wrestler, as a character in the ring. Last week, I was like, okay, like to your point, I like Angel Garza. I didn't think for a second a guy like Damian Priest, who's fresh, should have gotten the win the way he did. 
No, I understand, Garza I understand was that point. Oddly I was oddly strong against him. I was him. trying to find some, some, sure. some upside yeah. to it. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. We both like Garza. Totally. Um, Elias, I don't mind Elias. It's just Elias can actually be a pretty fun wrestler. Like he had a good match against like Jeff Hardy. That was fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why they would have Damian Priest all of a sudden did become the most. Did they boring... find that they were having a match like two minutes before they went out there or something? Did they have something else in their mind? I like, don't know. What, what was this a challenge? It was like a TikTok challenge. Find out who can have the most boring match. Like because this was bizarre. It was Damian Priest. We know is a really dynamic wrestler. Yeah, he's a lot of fun. He's fun to watch. You could tell a good story. And, and, and he's and adaptable to everybody way. else. Yes. And as you mentioned, we've seen Elias put on good matches. I just don't get it. I don't mm-hmm. get it. Mm-hmm. This was really, really bizarre. Yeah. Really bizarre. Maybe this had maybe this won them to fill time. I don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Because that's what it seemed like. There were so many rest holds, for lack of a better term. Yeah. That that it just seemed like I I, I don't know. I don't get it. I mean, Priest got the win. Yeah, um, hit uh, hit the lights t- uh, to get the the W. But you know, if you want to establish Damian Priest as a force, then he should he should be running through guys like Elias and Angel Garza for that matter. Yeah, probably the way Angel he, Garza's been booked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 weird. It's like what is he going to next week? Going to have a I don't know. He's going to have a, a a forty minute slow burn match against uh, Humberto Carrillo. They'll have yeah, him in there right? with Humberto Carrillo and just have him do uh, like uh, headlocks for forty minutes. Well, no, I mean it's like you know, yeah, you go take out there and wrestle a match like, like it's the nineteen thirties, or like Drew Gulak. You know, mm-hmm. it's like that in NXT that could be a really fun match. Damian Priest was Drew Gulak, mm-hmm. but I feel like if they do it on Raw, it's just going to be like okay, let's just lay on the on the mat for a while. It's it's weird how they've been booking Damian Priest in the ring. It's really weird because it's so well. They got it right to begin with. Just the last two weeks, it seemed a bit off. What did he do before? What did he do? Before? I don't know, like he's, he's on main he's roster. Perfect. Like I think his other matches were probably lasted no more than five minutes. Like he's been pretty dominant. Other uh, apart from these last two weeks. After the Rumble, what was his first match on Raw? Because now I don't remember. Anyways, oh. you looked that up. Uh, after that, we had, uh, although I really want to get your take on this, because I thought it was actually kind of cool, to be honest with you. All right. Um, we had a Randy Orton interview, which yeah. we all know devolves into recapception. And it was yeah. no different this time. No. Uh, uh, Kayla's interviewing him, and he says, I don't know what happened last week, but I do know Alexa had a part to play. So, of course, that's the cue for a recap. This recap's a little bit different, though, because it's more of like, a fancy edited together recap. Go ahead. Okay, hold on one second. So, so uh, Priest's first match after Raw was against, or after the Rumble was against the Miz. That was relatively quick. Okay. Or decisive at least. Okay. And then the next week on Raw, he had a match against Angel Garza that he won pretty quickly. So Angel Garza did some scouting, and two weeks later, he has another match against I Angel. I was gone that week then. Yep. The Garza match I was gone for. So all I have in my head is Miz, Garza, and uh, and this one. Okay. But now, right. now that he faced Garza two matches in a row, it makes a bit more sense that maybe the second match would take longer. Yeah, that makes some sense. That does make some sense. Anyways, uh, so RKO, I'm sorry, Randy Orton watches like um, watches a monitor of this recap, and the recap is like an edited together recap, and there's yeah. like graphics and stuff happening, so it's not like a straight up recap. And then it starts to devolve into like a little thing with Alexa. She shows up on the TV and she says, Randy, there's something you should know. And she starts saying, bring it back. 
and then like a hooded figure in the shadow shows up and he gets closer and then he takes off his hood and it's Randy Orton. It's witness and, protection, Randy Orton, because he's got his voice. His his voice is this. It was kind of like what your mic was doing earlier. Oh, um, yeah, you were in the witness protection all of a sudden. Anyways, uh, so he says, uh, he says, Randy, this doesn't end on your terms. Soon you will come. F- soon you will come face to face with everything that you've ever done, Larson. It's Firefly We're getting Funhouse, the man. Firefly Funhouse match. Firefly Funhouse. And then Orton starts. Real Orton starts coughing up uh, crude oil again. As, but he, uh, this, we, don't, we don't get to see it this time, though. Yeah, he just sort of goes off screen as like the sc- as the screen demon clone RKO witness protection. Uh, Randy Orton laughs Lass. at him and then snarls at the end. Uh, deep. Thought it was kind of cool to be honest with you, because like, how fucked up would that be if like you're watching TV and it's like a recap of like Steve's stuff, and then Steve shows up, or if you're doing it, it's Larson, and it's like, oh, I'd be like, oh man, someone did some cool, someone, someone's pretty handy with a with after. Holy crap, the deep fakes in this company are amazing. Pretty damn Tom Cruise one. It's like who's really good with the was it the face app? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Who's facetuning me, man? Uh, So after that. Uh, we got Miz versus Bob Lashley. Oh, Reface. That's the app. That's the app that views for the deep fix. Um, Miz versus Bob Lashley. Uh, before the match begins, uh, Miz calls for the mic. He stops Mike Rome from announcing the match is about to happen. He says, hey, we're all professionals here. Mm-hmm. MVP is like, hey, there's nothing to talk about. Miz says, hey, let's talk business. You're a businessman. Uh, says, this This is a stage. Uh, this isn't the stage that Bob Lashley wants to win the title on. A uh, competitor of Lashley's caliber sh- uh, should w- should have this match on the grandest stage of them all. Lashley versus The Miz, main event, WrestleMania. What do you say? And MVP says, no, nah, we're doing this right now. <laughs> Bell rings. Miz rolls out of the ring, sprints over the timekeeper area, grabs his belt, and probably has run the fastest he has ever run in his life up the ramp and backstage, yeah. getting counted out. Yeah. Uh, so backstage, uh, Lashley and MVP are pleading their case to Shane McMahon. And Shane says, I know, I know. And uh, MVP, unbleeped, Larson Uncensored says, this is bullshit, Shane. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Shane says, listen, tonight I'm going to consider stripping Miz of the title if he doesn't uh, have that match legitimately tonight. And I'll give it to Lashley because there needs to be a match. And MVP says, yeah, then I think Lashley said he was going to beat the piss out of the Miz. Yeah. That was in the same yeah. segment. Uh, All so, right. After that, mm-hmm. we had to wait, go ahead. You have more, more to add no, no, to that? Ahead. I was going to move on. Go All ahead. Right. Uh, he had the Charlotte promo. Um, so she says the last <laughs> like few weeks have been... You proceeded by scratching. I'm just well, trying to make heads or tails of this. Um, yeah. Charlotte has a promo. She says the last few weeks have been an emotional roller coaster. See, I, she says, I didn't want to be in the title picture. I just wanted to be a good tag team partner for Asuka because Asuka has busted her ass to be an amazing champ the last five, six months. Um, she wanted to be the tag partner of someone awesome. Somewhere along the way, she got tangled up in this thing with her dad and Lacey Evans. And but then she, but then she's like, I woke up this morning and realized I, I don't have a title when win at WrestleMania because she's she like, says, yeah. But now we're six weeks away from WrestleMania, and here I am. And who is Oscar's challenger? Yeah. Who's going to face Oscar for Raw with championship? I do. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, who am I kidding? Of course, I want the Raw Women's Title. I'm on Raw. There's a title. I should have it. I feel like we missed about uh, two, two, two or three weeks of story beats here. That's what yeah. it kind of felt like. Yeah. Um, anyways, she's like, well, Asuka's home injured. I can't challenge her now face to face. And then she throws the video of Shayna uh, accidentally kicking out Asuka's tooth. 
come back to her. She says, I know Asuka better than anyone, and she's going to come back stronger than ever. And when she does come come back, I'm going to challenge her. She's interrupted by Shayna and Naya. And I like this. Shayna goes, oh, what's all this talk of you focusing on yourself? What else is new? <laughs> yeah. That was great. Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, and they she says, talk a bunch uh, of trash about her. Yeah, uh, says, you like to call yourself the queen, but you're fighting an uphill battle. You're an army of one. Uh, I'm the reason the Raw Women's Champion has no teeth right now. We are the dominant force in WWE's women's division, and uh, this is not the road to mania that you're accustomed to. She says, you could benefit from some help, but the entire locker room wishes you sent yourself home. No one likes you. I think this is Nia at this point. Uh, she says, the power in this division has shifted, and you need to get it in your head that it's going to be Shayna, or more likely me, Nia Jax, uh, that challenges Asuka. I always love those little digs, and Shayna's yeah, reaction is always so great. Uh, she says, you have a pretty smile. Are you sure you want this match? Punky Brewster might not ask you back for any more appearances when Shayna's done with you. And then Shayna gets in the ring, steps to Charlotte. Charlotte throws forearms. Nia attacks. I swear to God, I thought we were going to get Rhea Ripley, but that's probably not going to happen until after WrestleMania. Uh, yeah, and no. And then we once, come uh, back. Once, and... once Charlotte gets that uh, wrong with his title back. Ex yeah, exactly. We got Charlotte versus Shayna Baszler. Charlotte works Shayna's knees. This was not a very, lar uh, very long no. match. You don't think, given the, 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 the accolades that Charlotte and Shayna Baszler have, have amassed, during their respective careers. You yeah. build to this match more than like a week and a half. Yeah, dude, I know. I know. But they're doing they're doing the thing with Shayna and Nia. Like, I know. I know. This there there's Shayna's dominant against everybody else except you're not going to be that way with Charlotte. You know, and that's how they're booking it. It's not like big matches. It's these two, Shayna and Nia running roughshod over everybody. Except for once in a while, they'll run into somebody like Charlotte, and they just don't. They, you know. But I agree with you. I think they, this is a WrestleMania main event. To be honest with you, mm -hmm. I think that they're both. Mm -hmm. You know, they should be huge names. Mm -hmm. uh, but Charlotte is. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Charlotte tries for the figure four. Uh, Shayna boots her out of the ring. Nia attacks, but Charlotte just sort of sidesteps her, sends her into the steps. Uh, Shayna tries for the the clutch. Uh, Charlotte's able to get out of that counter with natural selection for three. Not a yeah, very it was long pretty match. short. Yeah, it was very short. Uh, after that, we go backstage. Shane orders Adam Pierce to go tell Lashley that if the Miz doesn't show up for the main event, he'll be stripped of the title, and uh, the title will be presented to Bob Lashley. Adam Pierce says, "Okay, off he goes." Mm -hmm. uh, after that, uh, Riddle and the Lucha House Party had a match against Retribution. Uh, pretty quick pin for Lucha House Party and Riddle. I think Grand Metal League pinned uh, Slapjack. Uh, yes. There, it started yeah, out was... cool. Started Sorry. out cool. No, it yeah, was, that was Metal League. Cool... It was Metal League. Yeah, he got pretty... he got the pin on Slapjack. That's what I said. Yeah, that elbow off the off Lindsay's shoulders is pretty great. No, that was cool. Also, just the way it started with Riddle running into a uh, uh, Dijak doing the choke slam onto his knee. That was rad. That was great. Yeah. That was great. So. Uh, Mustafa Ali gets in the ring, starts yelling at everybody, um, says, I'm going to show you how to do it. Tells Matt Riddle not to leave. I want a match against you. I'm going to show the rest of you in Retribution how it's done. And he does get the win over Matt Riddle. However, it's due to massive amounts of interference and distraction from Oh, this was Suzuki Goon-esque. This was every single member of Retribution had a role to play in this massive distraction here. Yeah. 
Um, it was a fun match. Uh, th- I love the the bits where someone hits a move, goes back to the well later, and it gets reversed. Like that happened here where Ollie hits a neck breaker early on, tries to do it again. Riddle catches him with the choke. Uh, but then, yeah, eventually, uh, so Riddle hits a Pele kick, goes on a run. Broton, penalty kick, gets a two, hits a final flash. He's about to go up top, and then Slapjack gets on the apron to distract him. Uh, Reckoning gets in the ring, distracting the ref. And then Mace kind of gets on the apron and gets right in Matt Riddle's face. Mm. And then Ali hits what was supposed to be like the super backstabber he's done a couple times. Um, either the timing was off or something. Uh, didn't hit it, uh, you know, perfectly. Yeah. And got the win, though. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards, he starts lecturing all the members of Retribution. Time for you to follow my lead. Maybe that you'll all end up uh, being something after all. And you look, they do this great close-up of Mace, I believe. He just kind of does this. Yeah. It's like, really? You're talking to us that way when we helped you win this match? We literally just won it for you. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. I'm curious if they actually have something in mind here. Probably not. Well, they do, but, but it's it's just, you know. Subject um, to change. Subject to change is not something they've had in mind for probably much longer than, I don't know, a month. <laughs> so after that, Miz arrives backstage to see Shane, and uh, he finally shows up with his title. Runs in. Maybe he was just on the pod. I don't know. Uh, tries to basically defend his action, saying, I did what any champion would do. I defended my title the best of my ability. I tried to hold on to it as best I could. And Shane's like, you just ran out of there. And he said, <clears throat> and Miz is like, okay, so you're going to make me defend tonight. What is what is it going to be? Like a D, no DQ? What are you going to do? And Shane's like, I don't know, but I'm going to make sure that you defend this in a legitimate fashion. And uh, Miz has a great response to this. And I, I mentioned this at the head of the show, saying that Raw needs a champion like him. He says, sure, people want a big monster, but I can do everything. I'm a reality show star. I can host. I can wrestle. I can do everything. And he just sort of breaks down and says, I'm tired of being made fun of. What kind of champion? He said, I'm tired of being made fun of. I deserve this title. And he says, what kind of champion do you think Lashley's going to be? Changes very cool. He says, I don't know, Miz, but we're about to find out, champ. Uh, and then we had Miz versus Lashley. Uh, Shane comes out and uh, says, hey, Miz, uh, here's the deal. Trying to figure out what kind of match you can't run away from. It's a lumberjack match. So everybody except for like Drew and Sheamus come out and uh, they surround the ring. So we got a lumberjack match. You know what? I was I was kind of worried when uh, Braun was amongst the lumberjacks. I was like, oh, gosh, he's gonna, they're going to toss somebody at Braun. Braun's going to get involved. You so know what, so though? Forth. You know what, though? That's actually a story beat that would have made sense. You have Braun out there. He's going to follow Shane? Like Shane says, hey, Braun, we need lumberjacks. Okay, sure. He just wanted to rip his head off like a half hour ago. Yeah. That's, I mean, you know, that 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 would be. It would make sense. But then this, listen, is, I mean, this I, was I, AEW, that probably would have happened. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if, if my point is, if a character is out there who has motivation from earlier in the show to, to not act, be out there, to yeah. act in a way or to not yeah. even be out there, that makes total sense. Yeah, totally. But, but uh, yeah, but, I saw him out there. I was like, oh, he's going to get involved. He's going to do something. But you know? maybe, maybe you could say, and I hate filling in the gaps for them, because if Shane and Braun have a thing, one shot of Shane saying, hey, Braun, I need your help. And he's like, well, I hate you, though. And he's like, yeah, but it's a screw over the Miz. Oh, okay. I can get on board with that. <laughs> exactly. 
Uh, so anyways, uh, so Miz, of course, starts out basically just trying to run from, or he starts out trying to hit Lashley. As soon as the bell rings, he grabs the, the title from the ref, tries to hit Lashley in the head with it to yep. get in it, to get a DQ. Uh, you know, that doesn't work. Lashley is able to grab it from him, gives it to the ref. So then he runs, uh, he runs out. Gulak, uh, throws him back in. Uh, Lashley takes it to him for a little bit, throws him out. He appeals to to Ali. Tries to Ali, please, I'll join Retribution. Well, I think uh, he said uh, you and me at excuse me, you and me at WrestleMania. He was like promising WrestleMania match. Oh, okay, okay. So that's that's actually pretty great. So yeah. Hurt Business sees this. They stomp on over, take him, bring him back in. Lashley gives him a flatliner, a little bit of ground and pound. Uh, Miz tries to punch Lashley's stomach. He just completely no sell that. It's just pure. Miz is great here. It's just pure desperation, and nothing works. He throws him out to Retribution. Retribution throws him back in. Uh, did I miss any bits here, or are we at the end here? Uh, no, they put him in the ring. Uh, Lashley hits Spine Buster, Hurt Lock, Miz taps. Lashley wins. So Lashley celebrates a bit. I like that he 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 allowed himself one really genuine moment. He it did. seemed like he did before yeah. he had to go. You know, do the beats of oh, yeah. I have to put. Miz back in the hurt lock, so on and so forth, because yeah. he gets the title and he kind of you see the look on his face when he wins, and then again the title and he kind of just bends over a little bit, gives himself a moment, because I'm sure that's a lot of hard work to get mm-hmm. to that point for Bob Lash. I mean, yeah. getting to 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 the top of the industry means a ton for someone who's been putting a ton of work. He's been doing great work for a really long time. He kisses. Um, he kisses the title. Yeah. He looks yeah. at it and he kisses it, and then it's sort of back to being a monster. Yeah. Yeah. Great. And so so uh, he celebrates for a bit. MVP is like. Put him back in the hurt lock, so he doesn't. Yeah. Puts him back in the hurt lock for a while, toss him aside, and he gets the. He's starting to celebrate some more, and then the MVP's like, "Hey, go over there and and like stand on Miz." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so he goes and stands on Miz. It's an example to everybody. It's yep. it's hey, this is a statement right here. You know, yep. This is what's gonna happen. Yep, like it's relentless, great. relentless. MVP was great here. Everybody was great here. I thought this was mm-hmm. really, really well done. All right, man, let's answer some questions. I've got Sounds a good. thread here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. You can get access to Friendo Club TV right there for $5 a month. Yep. Uh, Stazari with the sub says Lashley for the win. This is a great question here from Bath and Body Works. I want Sid to show up and teach Braun how to be a monster. Can you imagine Braun with Sid as a manager? They would just talk softball all the time. That's all they would do. It'd be a lot of softball and like a lot, a lot of, of misspeaking as well. It'd be great. I love that idea. Yes. I think it's terrific. That's a good, that is a good idea. It is a solid yeah. idea. Johnny Ralston, do you think they pulled the trigger too late with Miz becoming champion? If it means Bob Lashley loses at WrestleMania, if that's the question, if your question is, should this have happened a lot earlier to give Lashley a, a longer run, then yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, Sir Wedgie with the sub. Uh, they call me Keller with some bits. Thank you very much. Oh, this is a great question. Blake Whitehouse says, power rank the top five words or phrases you'd like to hear uncensored on WWE programming and who should say them. Well, who should say fuck, Larson? Uh, Vince. Oh, yeah. Whoa. That's good comes out there's fans this is fucking great wow vince wow you're excited i can tell <laughs> uh glazing ands is at, i sorry if i messed up your name uh give me bo dallas versus andrade catering chaos match 
Wait, what? A Bo, Bo Dallas, Dallas versus Andrade in a catering chaos match. Oh, so they're going at it. Food's everywhere. Yeah, uh, it's like a food fight kind of. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, no one's truly evil. And it's Malister Black. He shows up. But Black he's, masses. Uh, everyone gets that final piece of prime rib. <laughs> exactly. And then I'll finish it off with some ice cream. A del- delicacy. <laughs> Are you okay, Alistair? I've been uh, in that room for far too long, John. <laughs> Let's see here. David Matushak. If Lashley didn't get the chance to win the WWE title earlier tonight, do you think that trying to save it for fast... Did he? I think he probably wrote this before the end of the show. You got to wait till the stuff plays out before he asks, asks questions. Oh, he says, right. do you think that trying to save a fast lane may be a poor choice? You're anticipating, David. It's it okay. would have been a poor choice, yes. It's all I right. It, it, yeah, it definitely would have been a poor choice, absolutely. It would have been a poor choice. Uh, Broken Wheelchair is Ripley ever debuting on Raw. They ran another promo for it tonight, so at some juncture, you would think so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They keep running promos. Did they run a... Uh, oh. Uh, uh, Rhea Ripley promo? They did tonight. I just said that, yeah. They did? Okay. All right. yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Half paid attention. I thought that's what you were talking about. But... Uh, Jorge D, to not suffer the same fate as The Miz, what would you never eat before a championship match? Me, it would be eggs. I eggs or, or, I wouldn't eat or any sort of dairy product. I wouldn't want to risk it. I wouldn't want to risk it. I wouldn't eat anything. Something I mean, like uh, bread. Nothing, nothing like really gets me... Uh, I mean, anything too heavy, of course. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to eat a Jumbo Jack or something like that. I don't want to eat that. Yeah, fast food's a bad idea. Something bland, like some crackers, chips, bread. Yeah. Something that's, that's a long shot will give you food poisoning. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, generally, I don't. I, I wouldn't eat anything. Like, when we used to, to do rec league basketball, I wouldn't eat beforehand. Usually, if I eat, I want to make sure I, it's like an hour before I do anything. Yeah, and the, the tough ones were before, like when we used to play baseball, we'd have early morning games at like eight in the morning, mm-hmm. and so it's tough to get your morning routine in, get your your breakfast. You know, you, you got to have your 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 morning uh, uh, movement. You yeah. know, you take a crap, do a miss, you got poop, and then if mm-hmm. that doesn't happen, yeah, before you got to go for your game because sometimes we play. You know, it was like forty five minutes away, <laughs> um, and if the timing wasn't right. That was an issue. Yeah. Then I was like Miz out there. Yeah. Uh, uh, Dan Barber. Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Dan Barber, seeing Miz fumbling with his belt brought up a recent pet peeve of mine. Why don't people wear the belt around their waist anymore? Yeah, when he was on the promo at the beginning, he was all over the place. See the Velcro strap. He had it all inside out. It was weird. He said, why don't people wear their belt around their waist anymore? Um, everybody has their way of doing it. I, I wonder if it kind of seems more like like Drew would wear it around his his waist. He did, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I wonder if it kind of feels kind of like almost like a I want to say a toy because of the Velcro. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, Maybe. like there's something about you know something about snapping that belt on around mm-hmm. your waist that makes it feel you know weightier. I wonder if even that is the kind of thing that's micromanaged in WWE, or at least like you know, hey. You're going to go out there, you're going to carry it over your shoulder because you're a bad guy or something like that, you know? That wouldn't shock Miz, me. Miz, you're going to fumble with the title because you're nervous about losing it. I mean, it, it is a good, it, it's a good bit of business for him, you know? Yeah. I mean, that it's it, that fumbly bits, that, that him fumbling with it, that's actually a really good point, to be honest with you, because 
He's just nervous the whole time, but he can't hold on to it. That's the theme of the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Lucifer, 1996. Which wrestler, excluding Cesaro, do you think would make the best cup of coffee? I kept make, uh, meaning to buy some of Cesaro's coffee. Cesaro has coffee? Yeah. Where can you get it from? Uh, there's a website. I can't remember where it was. I thought about it for a while. I just never, never did it. Hmm. That's cool. I don't know who else is. Oh, John Cena probably because when Total Bellas, he always had a cup of coffee in his hand. <laughs> like every time he would roll into a shot, he had a cup of coffee, unless yeah. unless it was dinner or after. But anytime yeah. during the day, he yeah. seemingly always had a cup of coffee on him. Uh, Alex Foster, what other instances could you guys see Shane being way too tranquilo about? What other what? Instances. So like Shane was being really tranquilo with a dullard, a big dullard monster. So I see him being as way too tranquilo about other annoying people, perhaps. We mentioned this in our NXT episode a couple weeks ago, standing in line at the grocery store. Somebody's taking mm-hmm. way too long fumbling for their checkbook. Or... He's just there looking at perusing the uh, the tabloids there at the check yeah. stand. Yeah. Is this going to take much longer? Because I'm trying to exercise my patience. I know that's not something you're considering. But can I please just cut ahead of you because we all know that you're going to be because I only have three items. <laughs> I only have three items. Oh man, I did the thing the other day where I had like a bunch of stuff, and this dude rolls up behind me with like three things. I'm like, "Hey, you can go ahead," and he was like, "No, I'm good." And I was like thinking to myself, "You just don't want to go home." <laughs> you know, a lot of times when not unless I'm, unless I'm in a rush, and someone does that to me, it's like, "No, it's fine." Because I'm not yeah, rush, I, usually, I, don't care. I, I usually do that too. I'm like, no, I'm cool. Because I'd rather be in at Winco looking at my phone than being at my house. <laughs> I'm joking. I love being here. But yeah, no, I'm I'm always really I, I don't like what the hell I, I ain't got nothing to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the enforcer says the enforcer is back in his liberal elitist home. Oh, happy to, no, happy to hear you arrive is, home safely, enforcer. Is he going to be too tuck a tucks for uh, impact tomorrow? Find uh, out. Let's find out. Find out. Uh, this is a see. great question. Gareth Nicholas, is is it the perfect time to split up the Miz and Morrison? Yes. Yes. Miz's yes. world should completely fall apart at this juncture. Agreed. Agreed. Absolutely. Uh, White Brownie, with Shayna losing to Charlotte tonight, does that mean Nia and Shayna will retain on NXT, or are we looking at a new tag champions? They're going to win, and that's going to lead to Dakota and, and Raquel breaking up, I think. I think. I think you're totally right about that because that makes absolute sense. Um, Dakota will eat that pin. I just hope they don't make Dakota look too bad. Um, yeah, I know. But uh, but yeah, I, I think you're right about that. I don't think I, I don't think there are any plans for anybody to win those tag titles from not at least not yet. There are no tag teams that I see being like, oh yeah, they could totally beat Nia yeah, and no. Shane. Or I mean, stuff. Naomi and Lana have a title shot. Mm-hmm. That ain't happening. And no. I mean, since Lana won that tables match against Nia, it seems like she got her W. Mm-hmm. They were yeah, just like exactly. pushing that, pushing that, and pushing that. So who knows when that's going to happen? Uh, <laughs> this is a great question. Cameron Bortolazzo. Who do you think will be another subpar wrestler to bring Damian Priest to the limits next week? My guess is Mojo. <laughs> wow. He wow. says, who's another subpar wrestler to bring Damien Priest to? That's his gimmick, you know. <laughs> Anybody could take me to the limit, but I always win. <laughs> every every match guaranteed to be a nail-biter. Nail there we go. 
I don't know why I'm doing brawn right now. I don't know either. Night by night, you've recently opened a world-class bakery. Everything is made from scratch with top-quality ingredients and then baked in a wood-fired brick oven. Not one to compromise on taste or quality. What raw superstar do you hire to assist you in sourcing the freshest and best ingredients for your bread? So this is a raw superstar, so you can't say Daniel Bryan. That's the first guy that comes to your mind? Yeah. He's all about clean, uh, clean, healthy eating. Wait, what? you're hiring a wrestler to do what? To help you source the freshest and best ingredients for your baked goods. Oh, okay, okay. All right. Hmm. Well, I mean, having your own coffee isn't that far away from, oh, Raw Superstar, damn. Yeah, Raw um, Superstar. Um, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say Damian Priest, because maybe when I offered him that donut, he saw it was Dunkin' Donuts. is like, not the best ingredients. <laughs> <laughs> not not outside the realm of possibility. Um, that's a good answer. I'm going to say, um, damn it, I had one, and then he said Damian Priest. Sorry. Uh, Seamus, because he's already very doughy. Oh, Wow. He's not. Wow. He's, 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 no, he's, he's very, jacked. He's pretty he's muscular. He's very jacked. He's hard. Yeah, yeah he just looks doughy. <laughs> <laughs> he does. Like, he has doughy-looking skin. <laughs> but, but he's jacked. Anyway, next dude. question. Next question. Next question. <laughs> he looks like dough. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, James Rodriguez. It was hard to root against Lashley tonight. So do you think we'll see a double turn at some point between now and Mania where Drew turns heel and Lashley turns face? No. I think they're different enough. And I think if they want face Lashley to have a match against uh, somebody at Mania, they might just open up the checkbook and bring bring Brock in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Rubik's Cube. What is worse for Braun facing Shane at Mania or having another celebrity Mania match like he did with the Saturday Night Live guys? That That's worse. Braun versus Shane, I'm actually kind of looking forward to at this point. Well, I'll say the uh, uh, program against Shane at Mania it would be worse if Shane won. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. No, it wouldn't. No way. I'm actively rooting for Shane. I want him to win so bad. I think it would be amazing. No, I'm saying for Braun, losing to Shane at Mania Oh, for Braun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I I'm saying. It, That's the question. The What's fans. worse for yeah. Braun? Yeah. yeah. What's worse for Braun? Losing to Shane is, is worse. Yeah. Than a thousand percent. the winning end of any sort of celebrity thing. That, oh, yeah. That's awful. Yeah. Sorry. I was reading this other question. War Machine MJ. Who are you supposed to root for in this Orton Bliss program? The arsonist or the dark magic user? We're supposed to root for Randy. Are we? Aren't we? I mean, he 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 murdered somebody. Yeah, he's but a he's murderer. Being, he's being tormented now because because of he murdered because he murdered somebody. If yeah. he hadn't murdered somebody, he would have been tormented. Alexa Bliss is a Satanist. It's complex, man. That's all I got to say. I'm, I'm legitimately curious about this. I just I feel like he's vomiting crude oil don't you root for that guy isn't he the underdog he's the underdog you root for the underdog he's the underdog at this point i don't know but he murdered somebody too i don't know yeah this Maybe is a good point jorge says he murdered a demon though yeah yeah 
Hip hop people says, "Don't point. bury Satan." What did Satan do? I'm not anti-Satan. I'm saying a lot of people are, and Satan generally is the bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Generally, if you if you bring Satan to a situation, you're saying this is the bad guy in this situation. Yes, that's what I'm I saying. That. So the guy fighting Satan is probably supposed to be the good guy in the situation. I guess. Like when he tried to burn that guy, he was trying to burn like Hellspawn. Well, he didn't just try to burn Bray. He did. Alive. He did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> intern. We need this for best of. Is intern even here? I don't know. I'm going to write that one down. That's going to do it for us today. I'm getting myself in trouble here talking about Satan and stuff. Anyways, thanks everybody for. Oh, he's there. Okay. Intern. Uh, whatever this is. It's like an hour 20 some minutes in here. Something like that. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning. The end. The end of Raw, March first, twenty twenty one. It's gonna go in go. the March, best of March. Thanks everybody for tuning. We appreciate. It. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade. Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.